With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. How much time till we're on? Get on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Now, hello and welcome to the show. Before you have a crack at me, Matt Rogers, welcome to Sports Day. I'm playing this for two reasons. Why? Because the Panthers, of course, taking on the Bunnies tonight at a course stadium, uh, all the action on SEN League. And Jack White, I'm playing this for Jack White. He's got it used to singing it. Oh. Hey, the deal's not done yet. The deal's not done yet, mate. It Just will be cool done. Your jets. Cool your jets. Hello to all our listeners to Sports Day uh, through the Super Radio Network, SEN 1620 on the Gold Coast, uh, SEN track stations. And all of our listeners through the SEN app, welcome to it. This is Sports Day. We are counting down to Thursday night footy for the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Yeah, the Bunnies and Panthers are doing battle at a core stadium. Uh, we'll, we'll review that shortly with thanks to Reem. We'll preview tonight's game between those two teams. Uh, you can all hear all the action on SEN tonight too. Joel Kane, Brick Morley and Mark Carroll. There's a, a few interesting... Looking melons calling that game tonight, Rat. Mm, yeah. How are you, mate? I'm good. You're I'm in good. Adelaide. I'm, Your mic's very I am low. In Adelaide. I'm well, yeah, it's getting a bit dark down here and mate, the sun is setting on a beautiful Adelaide day, all preparing for the live golf tournament tomorrow. So the the town is a buzz. I've just been for a walk through the mall and there's banners up and there's what did golf you do? simulators. What did you I send a, me? I got a I got a selfie <laughs> with Phil Mickelson. Was it the like was it the living Phil Mickelson? No, no, it was a poster. <laughs> but it might be the closest I get. But I'm determined while I'm here to get that po- that picture with Phil Mickelson. So well, you're we'll part. What you're part of the SEN commentary team. Of course, you can catch all the action on SEN Fanatic uh, Friday and Saturday, and then on SEN Fanatic at eleven seventy SEN Sydney and SENQ in Brisbane on Sunday afternoon. Um, have a have you ever commentated golf before? No, but I'm similar to you. I'm like in the top five callers um, in golf, like you are in cricket. You've <laughs> no, never no. called cricket, so, mate. I, I I've never know, called cricket. I'm, you, I know obviously, golf. You obviously didn't <laughs> listen to the Big Bash last year, but anyway, let's move on. Thank you, mate. No, I'm not. I, I never said I was top five callers. The what listeners, the listeners have called me the fourth, the fourth, the fourth greatest cricket journalist in Australia. Now I haven't said that. Our listeners, the have. listeners said that. Maybe right, you okay. ask me, I'm sharing the head of the table with Crash Craddock. Maybe, maybe I've given too much credit to our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> but, mate, how excited? I mean, you play off scratch. Is there a chance this weekend 
on the beautiful Grange Golf Course in Adelaide that you'll be giving Phil Mickelson some advice off the tee box. There's potential. There's potential. I mean, he's not used to the Australian conditions. You know, I might have to give him a tip here or there. But, uh, mate, I'm just excited to see, you know, some of the world's best down here. And Phil's come off the back of a great performance in the Masters. Brooks Kepka's in great form. You know, we're waiting for, for Cam Smith to have his breakout performance of 2023. Um, yeah, what's great about the setup this year the, in this live event, Jace, is that they've never done this in any live event. Is that they are partnering? The, the the groupings are all the captains are paired together, and then the other three members of each team are all playing together. So you know, Cam yeah, Smith's like team, you know, uh, Sergio's team, they're all playing together as a unit. So it's the first time they'll be able to pump each other up, get things going. Because when that played in the past, they've all been in separate groups. So they've not really known how other players are going. So, you know, there's a lot of, you know, hooting and hollering when you're playing, you know, a team game of golf with your mates, you know, in a, at an Ambrose or something. I wonder if, you know, there might be a few more fist pumps and a few more yahoos from the players themselves. Because I'll tell you what, they've set up a party hole out there. The atmosphere is going to be amazing. It's, um, yeah, look. You can't you, get a ticket. You can cannot you? get a ticket. No, there is, mate, if you can get a ticket now, you'd, you'd and, mate, not that I'm, not that you'd scalp it, but, You'd, get, you'd make a fortune because there's that many people chasing them and they just can't get in. So Isn't that I'm looking great? forward to an amazing atmosphere. You and I were talking about this earlier today. I said, dear Rat, this has got to compare to imagine an NBA game coming to Australia for points, not a pre-season or exhibition game or yep. NFL game. This is as big as that. It is. It is. And, and you know, credit to Greg Norman. You know, like what he's done is he's, he's, he's brought golf to the world again. You know, it's not you know, just monopolised by one body in one spot. Um, it's it's getting out to the world and giving us the opportunity to see some of the world's best golfers on our home shores. It's, you know, I mean, how often? I mean, how often does the President's Cup come to Australia? Or how what ninety eight was the last time? Ninety, yeah, ninety eight. Yeah, it was ninety eight. Yep, um, a long time. Yeah. You know, so. Look, let's yeah, enjoy it. You know, I know that there are a lot of people out there that are, you know, pro-live or pro-PGA. I'm pro-golf. So, you know, I'm just happy that these golfers are here and, mm. um, yeah, excited to watch them play. Well, mate, look forward to your coverage on SCN Fanatic uh, this weekend. What a junket you're on. No. And thanks, thanks for it's ditching. It's hard work, mate. It's you hard think? work. Really? I'm grinding down here. Look really? at all my notes. I'm taking notes. I'm, right. I'm doing my research. I don't want to know what you mean by you're grinding down there in Bradley <laughs> either. <laughs> Leave your personal stuff out. I'd like, to, I'd like to thank you, by the way, for ditching me at golf tomorrow. We're meant to be playing for Ronald McDonald House Charities in Brisbane tomorrow. Oh, yeah, you were gee. driving me so I could have a beer at lunch, and now I'm stuck. Sorry, I'm going to drive man. myself. Sorry. Well, it was either you or the great <laughs> Phil Mickelson and Sergio Garcia and Dustin Johnson and Cameron Smith. Um, you run a very – you don't even run second. You, the, you run a very distant distant last. The choice is simple, race. I no doubt about that. Sats will be joining us soon too. He's heading out to a course stadium uh, tonight for the Rabbitohs and the Panthers. He's got a pretty special day tomorrow as well yep. as the Rabbitohs faithful uh, bid farewell to his old man. Sats at uh, Redfern Oval tomorrow. Uh, that's yeah, going to be beautiful. an amazing emotional day at Redfern Oval tomorrow. So we'll have a chat to Sats about that and also see how he sees tonight's game uh, as well. Uh, all the latest sports news coming out too, thanks to Polaris. Now, I, I want to um, – let's talk about the, the, the sports news now. Um, Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Uh, the big news, and I heard you – you know, gloating about it this morning on breakfast with Patton Hills I'm, I'm and Brisbane. I'm not sure I was gloating. I, it sounded like it. It sounded like it. The story around Payne Haas, uh, Rugby Australia will officially 
uh, make an offer to him? What is it meant to be around about one point six, one point seven million dollars to to switch over to rugby union from twenty twenty five, I believe, because he's he's contracted to the Broncos till the end of twenty twenty four. So that means mm. he'll be eligible for uh, a, a British and Irish Lions tour, of course, World Cup in Australia in twenty twenty seven. Um, Rat, yep. you're, you're ex- be honest. You are a little excited about this, not because you want him to leave rugby league, but how how big this will be for rugby union and how good he'll be for rugby. I, w- I want to see him. I would love to see him playing number eight for the Wallabies or number twelve for the Wallabies. He's big enough. He's mobile enough. He's strong. He's, he's obviously strong enough. Um, I'm, I'm again similar to the live and the PGA. I'm not a. I'm not a rugby league or you know. I don't hate rugby union or I don't you know. It's like a lot of people. They love rugby leagues so much they, they feel like they've got to hate rugby union. I mean, it's the reality is they're both you know great games. I've played both of them, and I, but I'll tell you what, Jace. When I got when I switched over to Rugby Union, I agreed to go to Rugby Union before they'd even spoken about money. Now, Kevin Walters has come out and said, you know, that, look, there's zero reason for him to go. Well, first and foremost, you mentioned those sort of figures. There's a lot of reasons, and they're all dollars. But beside that, when I sat down um, with the ARU and uh, I just listened, uh, they just wanted to come and meet with me and have a chat and just put their cards on the table. And let me tell you, they've got a lot of cards Things like the Lions Tour, things like Rugby World Cup, things like Travel in the World, things like um, the reality is that the, the game of Rugby Union isn't as physical, isn't as demanding on your body as the game of Rugby League has become. The game of Rugby League has become that physical on the, on the, on the human's body that we're seeing players getting broken left, right and centre. We're seeing it this year. Um, he's twenty. Payne's twenty-two years old. If he was to go oh. in in twenty twenty-five and play for three years, he comes back as a twenty-seven-year-old in his prime to play rugby union, uh, to play rugby league. He's got time to do both. Um, I, I would be shocked if he doesn't if he isn't seriously considering it, um, given the nature of um, I guess the desire that rugby have to bring him over. Uh, he'd be a, he, he he would. He would potentially become a Todai Kefu type player. Todai Kefu was the most dominant. He'd strike the fear of God into people at, at you know playing number yeah. eight for Australia. And you know, rugby Australia have missed that type of player for some time. Um, you come up against the South Africans; they get about five of them in each of their in their forward pack. Mm. You know, the the All Blacks; these big, scary dudes that just want to rip you in half. Um, we haven't quite had that in the rugby in 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 the Wallabies for some time. Enforcer. An enforcer, yeah, and, and Payne Haas could be that guy. And I'll tell you, it, it, it's a bigger signing if they get him than, than Joseph Swali. If they get Payne Haas... Yeah, uh, absolutely. It, and, and they need to pay him accordingly. You know, if they've paid Swali 1.6, I think they'll offer him at least that again. I, um, I reckon Payne Haas is the best front row we've seen in the game since Lazo. Without a doubt, I, I just oh, think I agree. He's, I agree. he's mobile, he's fast, he's strong, he's, he's got, he can play 80 minutes. I, I think, what are your thoughts around this? Do you, and I'd love to get our listeners' thoughts on this as well, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Should the NRL look at stepping in and stopping rugby from poaching our top players? Should there be some sort of crisis fund where... All, all teams, all clubs sign off on it and they say, listen, you can use that those funds to stop players defecting to, to codes like rugby union. 
I don't. I don't think Jace there can be a crisis fund that a club can use. I think what the what the NRL. No, I'm talking about the NRL. So yeah, the, the NRL need to step in and they need to contract their marquee players to a deal similar to what the Australian Cricket Board does. Uh, they they contract their top 20 players or 25 players. They get an ACB contract. I think you know if they want to if they want to stop this from happening, the AI, the the NRL need to step in and go. All right, here's you know X amount of money that we'll we'll sign. Uh, you know, Payne Huss might be on three hundred thousand dollars with the NRL, and then he goes and negotiates his deal with a club. Yeah. Um, I think that's. Uh, I think to to leave it, because some clubs, um, you know, they mightn't have any players that that, that want to be poached. Um, in, in and in that case, um, you, you know that because it's a it's a it's a bonus, right? It's like extra money. It's money for nothing. So it makes it easier for them for to keep like a for for. For paying Haas or for, you know, the, that extra money. It's yeah. money for just being good. Uh, it's money for like, oh, we don't want you to leave. And it's so, deserved. So it's deserved, well, right? Well, it is deserved. But if they do that, if they just say it's up to the NRL to sign their top 25 or their marquee players to a contract, if they want to keep them, they've they got to sign them to an NRL contract. Um, and then that's totally devoid of anything to do with the clubs. It's up to the NRL to do it, not the clubs. And the ARU, once they sign a player, they leave it to that player to choose which super rugby team they play for, right? Yeah. Well, well, well I'll, I'll say this. If, if Swally decides to play for the Waratahs, which I believe he has, the ARU would probably say to, to Payne, look, we don't want you to go, go to, the, to the Waratahs. Go it's to unfair, the right? Or, well, 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 just what it does. They want well, the eyeballs on. They want eyeballs on every game. Like when I yeah. signed, I signed after Wendell. Wendell had already signed with the with the Reds, and uh, they they said, look, we'd we'd rather you go to the Brumbies or, or the Waratahs. So if you could pick one of those, that'd be great. So. I tell you what, I t- <laughs> the Reds would be sitting back going, "How good is this? We could end up with Payne Haas playing for us in 2025, which will be massive." For the Reds. I mean, you choose the Reds over the Brumbies. His family is in southeast Queensland, northern New South yeah. Wales. So it makes sense uh, for him yeah, to stay look, around. I, I, you know, look, he, he may not go. You know, I mean, I, I think there's a, there's a lot less chance of him going than than, than Joseph going over, how, how he's going over. He's, he's got that rugby heritage. Um, I don't I, – I think it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's going to be a lot tougher to get pain across the line. But anybody thinking that, oh, no, he won't go. Like, oh, he's not going to go. I, I think you're mad. Because when the ARU sit down with him, yep. and Eddie Jones, Eddie Jones <laughs> is the Phil Gould of, of, of rugby union. When he sits down with someone and looks him in the what? eye and tells him what he wants, mate, he, he's got the potential to, to sway anybody. And, you know, you look at – he's managed by Coda Nasser, I think, who managed Sonny Bill, who's yep. – you know, he, he played at every club and every union and league. And, you know, so, yeah, they the, – the, the Broncos would want to be taking this very seriously, and I'd, I'd be getting an offer on the table quick night if I was them. Right, yeah. The one other thing I want to ask you about this, and I spoke to you about off, uh, off air about this, and you don't think if he if he leaves rugby league and goes to rugby union, it's not going to be a big blow to the NRL because he'll just be replaced by another player. Do you really believe that when you've got probably the best player in the game leaving? I don't think. Um I don't think it's not going to hurt the NRL. Like it's, it's not. It's, it's not going to be. It's not going to be a like for like swap. But rugby league is a juggernaut, Jace. Like rugby league is a juggernaut in this country, and there are that many kids trying that hard to get to that position that they'll find players to fill those slots. 
and you know, after three or six months, you won't even be talking about pain house when you watch the Broncos. I will and, be. I'll be crying because it'll be a blow to the Blues. But I'll tell you what. What will happen? You know, that many rugby league people will be switching on the TV to watch Payne Haas run around for the Wallabies or the Queensland Reds to see how he goes. And that's what they. That's what yeah. they're doing. They're, they're doing right. it for a couple of reasons to get eyeballs on the game and and to strengthen their stocks. We're hearing reports out of New Zealand. Uh, Roger Tuivasa Sheck is set to sign with the Warriors on a one-year deal for for twenty twenty-four. Yes, we've got one back. Yeah, well, that's like that's like a, a rugby league player in this country going yes, to rugby yeah, union. Yes, that's like, right. To, like everyone's like, yeah, whatever. We'll just fill it, fill the spot with someone else. Yeah. Um, and, and when I say rugby league player, I'm, I'm like Roger Tuivasa-Sheck is a phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. But in New Zealand, there's probably about six other blokes that are trying to, you know, that are poten- potentially going to beat him for that All Black spot later on in the, later on this year. Yeah, there's a big chance that that he will. You know, I'd say finish the Super 14 season, and if he doesn't make the All Black squad for the World Cup, which the, the tip out of New Zealand is that he won't, mm. I, I wouldn't surprise me if you see him running around in the Warriors jersey this year. Rightio, uh, Beefy from Dremoyne's been on the text oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. I sent this to you guys on the 27th of March. Cut a Payne Haas as a number six breakaway or a twelve inside centre. Beefy from Dremoyne. Um, does that yep. mean? Does that mean? If they get pain, they'll leave Cam Murray alone. Potentially, I, I mean, hope so. the, the, the the well's got to run. Like it's, it's got to run dry eventually. I mean, you you can't. I mean, the, the, this this is a big focus, and and they they're going after Payne Haas. They're going. They, they've got Joe Sisuali. Um, they might go after someone else, but but it's all about Rugby World Cup in twenty twenty seven here in Australia. That's the reality of it. Um, you know, the, the, they'll throw. I'll throw everything at the, the players that they want to get. They're going to make you know a hundred plus million out of the the, the line tour. They're going to make another hundred plus million out of the the World Cup. So they're going to have the money. Money's not going to be the issue. Yeah, it's just a matter of you know who's prepared to take it and make the shift. It's a, it's a change. It's a big change, particularly for forwards. But a loose forward is very different to what a Brad Thorne did in the middle. Like I heard Gordy talking about. I didn't know what Brad Thorne did. Well, Brad Thorne was a tight forward. Um, and I can't imagine Gordy sitting there and studying the game and understanding lineouts and scrummaging and all that sort of stuff. But um, for a loose forward, you know, you're in you're in open field a lot more. You're, you're carrying the ball a lot more, and that's where Payne Haas can be absolutely damaging for for a rugby side. Some interesting thoughts there from Dual International, Matty Rogers. Thanks for that, mate. Caller Craig is tipping the bunnies in a close one tonight. Yeah, we'll preview that game real soon and think Payne Haas isn't going. Anywhere. Very interesting. We're going to go to a break. Scotty Sattler's heading out to a core stadium tonight. Of course, the Rabbitohs and the Panthers will do battle there. We'll catch up with him next. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Key. And by the way, our, our footy news uh, brought to you by Polaris. So good to have Polaris on board. End of financial year deals are on now. Get up to $3,000 for accessories on Polaris Rangers. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. It certainly is. Welcome back to the show. It's a big Thursday night, of course, counting down to the Rabbitohs taking on 
The Panthers catch all the action tonight with SCN League. This man's heading out to the stadium tonight. A very special evening for, well, our co-host, Scotty Sattler. Hello, mates. Hey, Sats. Hey, Woogie. Hey, Ray. Yeah, I'm here. I see in a cool stadium. So, uh, a little bit of drizzle, a little bit of rain around, not a lot, but um, and the crowd's starting to build. But just, uh, can I just say, while I'm, I'm watching, as I'm standing here now, Latrell Mitchell, guys, has come out into the oval at halftime of the second grade game with his shoes off, his earthing, with his toes in the grass, and then he comes out and walks into the grandstand. He's standing here for probably the last 10 to 15 minutes. He's now walking right up into the grandstand to get some get some photos and sign autographs with, with all the kids. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's good to see. Hey, listen, let's get on to the mighty South Sydney Rabbitohs and their newest recruit, a young bloke coming out of Canberra at the age of 30 <laughs> called Jack Whiten. The reports are he'll fly to Sydney tomorrow, gents, to finalise a four-year deal with the Rabbitohs worth around $3.4 million, which is $1 million less than what the Raiders have often. I'll put it to both you, Sats and Rat. Why is he looking at signing up with South? Oh, well, I think I think it's quite obvious it's the connections that he's got at the club. Uh, one, he's very good friends with Latrell. Um, uh, two, it's a, it's a proud Indigenous club that, that um, celebrates their Indigenous history. Uh, and three, if he's going to play in the centres, well, he's going to he's going to have to have to be happy with less money. And the NRL would look at centres on the on the market at his at his capacity um, would be would be worth that amount. So um, it makes sense if it is, if it is actually a, a reality. Um, it just makes the South Sydney team even stronger if it happens. Yeah, yeah, I agree, Sats. Uh, you know, one other thing I'll throw into that is that, you know, he's just retired from rep footy. He wants to focus on his club footy and he wants to win a premiership. And if you looked at the Raiders, you look at the Dolphins and you look at the Rabbits and who's closer to winning a premiership, you add Jack White into that mix for next year. Um, you know, the, you've, you've got the likes of Jai Arrow, Kalau Matangi. They all come off contract into 2024. So he's going to be playing in a very very strong team at worst for at least the next season and he could be that missing link that they're looking for that that one more senior player in the back line there that can help get them across the line their forward pack um is doing great things on the edges they've struggled a little bit in the middle this year um but you know look they're, they're a super strong outfit and they're premiership contenders this year and they'll only get you know stronger next year if he goes if he goes there well their general manager of rugby league uh, mark ellison at south is sitting about Probably about six feet away from me at the moment, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hammer him in a second. See how how truthful it all is, all the rumours at the moment. So uh, <laughs> you know, it, well, mate. It, it is a shame. I mean, as a South City supporter, I'd, you know, of course you want to see him go to your club and and make them stronger. I love that. But what also I would love to see is that that you know he's a guy that says I'm I'm going to be the reason why Canberra get to another grand final. Um, yeah, I'd love to. I love seeing. I, I, I don't like seeing players sort of chase clubs that are, are going to be you know, in the top four each and every year. I'd like to see players of his calibre be the reason why a club ends up in the top four when they've been out of it for a while. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting how it all plays out. Yeah, I, I take your point there, Sats, but I, I think Woogie's got this pretty much as a done deal already. Um, what is, have you heard, <laughs> other than, other than you know, speaking um, later, but... Have you heard anything on the ground down there? You haven't you haven't heard any whispers? No, they said they're, they're happy to have a chat to him, and, and that's it. When yeah. I was talking to a few of the uh, executive directors earlier on, they're happy to have a chat to him and see where his head's at. Like, and and you know, it does come down to position. It comes down to where is he 
where is he look like playing? Well, he's not going to play fullback. He's not going to play five eight. So the only position is, as you would think, would be centre. So um, it's about probably getting that from from Jack himself and finding out where he sees himself. Where does he fit into the puzzle if it actually does go ahead? Well, boys, we know where the money's coming from. Uh, this is what Jason Demetrio had to say. Oh, I love Jack. Yeah, he's. I know he's got a lot of good friends in the club through rep footy. You know, it's if Cookie's willing to take a pay cut, then it's probably something we could sit down and have a chat about. Uh, we'll get all the big earners in and see if they're willing to, uh, what they're willing to do. But, look, you know, we, we'd love to have him here if there was an opportunity to get him here, but um, we're pretty full in the cap as well. So, it's um, yeah, it's unlikely, but we'll see what happens. So you heard it from the, the, man, the horse's mouth himself. Cookie's going to take a pay cut. Uh, Matt, you mentioned this <laughs> off air. No mention of Latrell taking a pay cut, though. <laughs> no, no, no. It'll be interesting to see how that come, how it plays out. I'm, I'm, I, although I will be engrossed in the golf tomorrow, I will be keeping one eye on the um, on, on the on the phone just to check uh, to see what develops here because it'll it'll be a coup. Um, you know, I, I can imagine the Dolphins, you know, pulling out all the stops to get him as well. So we'll see what happens. Hey, Sats, we were talking about uh, Payne Haas and his uh, possible defection to rugby. The Rugby Australia have made it clear they're going to they're gonna chase him. Your thoughts on that? Can't develop your own players, rugby. What about that? You know, the selling tool they got is, yeah, you can what? travel around the world and play rugby. Well, you can do that at the end of the year when you go on end-of-season trips with your teammates. You can go around the world when you finish your rugby league season. So, um, yeah. They, they, as, they do develop their as, own players, Sats. They do develop their yeah. own players. They just get stolen when they're 17 and go to rugby league. Well, obviously, they're not developing them well enough <laughs> to, to keep them. So, I'm going uh, home, boys. Know, as, as you Rat, keep going. I'm going home. As Rat, as Rat said in our, in our group chat today, you know, he, he'd make it an amazing number eight. And you could just imagine, couldn't you? Because he's, oh. you know, he, he turns at 80 minutes of the rugby league game when he needs to. I could, I could just imagine how effective he'd be in rugby. Oh, it'd be devastating. RTS, uh, we've got a text here too, by the way, from uh, from New just, Zealand. Just wait a second. Guys, I'm, I'm just here with Mark Ellison, General Manager of the League. Can you just let no comment, <laughs> You'd be the last person I'd tell, by the way. Uh, we've got a text here from New Zealand. Boys, here in NZ, RTS is confirmed to be returning to the Warriors next year. Breaking news in here in NZ. Yeah, we talked about oh, that. Warriors should develop their own players. <laughs> <laughs> happy, happy Kiwi kid going home again to rugby league. Yeah, good. Day. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a great story, isn't it? I it have is. to remind myself actually how, how young he is. He's still only twenty nine years of age, and and he's you know, good he too. Yeah. And the yeah, next question is: yeah, Well, no, Charles Cook Foxstar is there is their signing this year? He's going great at fullback, and you think you'd think that uh, RTS would go straight to fullback, and they'd have to find a place for Charles Cook Foxstar maybe in the centres, but. If they're as good as what he is, you just find them a spot, don't you, Rat? Yeah, mate, I can imagine him playing somewhere. I don't think um, – I think Roger could play on the wing uh, comfortably. He did that at the Roosters there for a while. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, but, yeah, in, in, it's, a, uh, it's, it's a good get for the Warriors. And, and I, I can see him playing for the Warriors this year after after the Super yeah, 14 wow. season. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, we were talking about earlier too, Sats, about should the NRL step in and, and maybe top up players' contracts to stop them being lured away by big bucks uh, by Rugby Australia. Um, a, a text here from Beardy McCoz. I want to get your thoughts on this, Sats. To be fair, NRL should give the top two players of every club 250K as a top up. Also gives players incentive to be in the top two players of an NRL club, potentially spreading the talent. Thoughts? 
well, how do you judge well, it? Well, you know, as you know, as you know, as you know, Woody, I've been banging on this for about probably two or three years. A little bit like cricket Australia, I think every club should have two positions. And if if there's only one player that fits that category or criteria at a club, let's just and I'm only going to use this as an example. Let's say it's the the West Tigers only have one player that fits that category of what they would class as a marquee player. Well, it 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 possibly forces a player who's number three or number four at their current club to go and get top money, that extra money to top up their contract and be seen as a marquee player. I think I think it's a great idea to to try and spread the talent even more so. The salary cap does it to a to a degree. I think something like this has the ability to to spread that you know that marquee talent. Yeah, you're right, Sats. So I, I do think there's something like that along the lines could work because you, you look at the Broncos. There's probably six guys that at, at the Broncos that you know Rugby Australia could go after. There's probably none at the Tigers. So, you know mm. how 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 do you how do you balance that out? And and that's probably a good way. You have a couple of marquee players at every club. They get topped up, and then players can go and hunt for that. Yep. I tell you what, the text machine's yeah. blowing up tonight, boys. Um, this one's from 127 Agreed Sats. Loyalty is everything. Ricky, Ricky's given much to the development of Jack. This will be a good test of Jack's character. I also think it's going to be a good test of Ricky's character because he will blow mm. up Deluxe if yeah. he leaves. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. he probably will be. He'll also, un- he'll also understand that, you know, rugby league is sport and you, you go to clubs for particular reasons, whatever that may be, whether it's money, whether it's opportunity. Yeah, he'd be disappointed. Yeah, he'd probably feel a little bit hurt. But Ricky's been in the game long enough to, to know how the landscape lies. And, well, Ricky, and, uh, Ricky always, left the Raiders. He, he left the Raiders, didn't he? He but, went to the Bulldogs, yeah. But he's yeah. invested a lot into Jack White, and particularly when he got in trouble off the field a few years ago. He's, he's spent a lot of time developing Jack on and off the field, so I think Ricky will take this one quite personally. Uh, here's a text from Rabbit Burrow from Tomorrow. Welcome back, Jack White, and to the mighty South Sydney Rabbitohs. Or welcome, Jack, I should say. Glory, glory. Rats, getting Suali'i at 13 and Payne Haas at 8 isn't enough to make those basket case wallabies competitive in 2025 under the lonesome loser rugby rules. They need Murray at six, oh. Carrigan at seven, oh. Burton at 15, <laughs> Nelson at four, and a halves pair, say Hines and Whiten or Ilias. That's from Bondi Jack. Mate, Bondi Jack is always so uplifting. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on that, those comments, uh, Rat? Well, uh, look, we've seen, and we've seen the Australian uh, Wallabies on their best day be able to beat any side in the world. They've just got to be more consistent, and they've got to stay healthy. Uh, that's the reality of it. Because it, it's a tough game, and we'll, you know they, they play second fiddle to rugby league by a mile in this country. So they probably you know probably fight above their weight above their weight a little bit. But right um, getting a couple of players like that could be good. Boys, we've got to wrap up. Just one quick uh, question from Rooster Mungrel: Woogie, does Sats reckon Payne Haas would be successful at Union? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I think Rats. Have- person that can comment the most, but you just look at his attributes and, and uh, the way that he gets himself around the field and he ends up in areas that he's not expected to in rugby league. I just couldn't I couldn't imagine how how destructive he would be at at um at the union. And coming off the back of one of those rucks, just pick just picking and, and um and digging into the line. Like he'd be hard to he'd be hard to stop so close to the line as well. All right, we've got to go, mate. Uh just quickly, good luck tomorrow. A special day for you and your family at Redfern Oval as the South Sydney Rugby League community, uh, farewell your dad is, as his ashes are spread over Redfern Oval, mate. That's going to be a special Beautiful day. Beautiful gesture. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be great. I remember I had a chat to him uh, 
12 months ago, his, you know, the details weren't great with general details. I remember him saying to me, oh, he many years ago, Scotty, we spoke about ashes. He said, oh, I, I, if they let me one day, I'd love to have my ashes, some of my ashes put on red turn. Well, well they're going to let him. So it's, it's going to be tomorrow. It'll be a great day. It'll be a good yeah. celebration. Oh, well, good luck to you and your family, mates. Um, as we go out, I'd like us to sing along. The new Jack White and song at the Rabbit Eyes. No, it's a beautiful song. Hey, Sats, who's going to win tonight, by the way? I I couldn't tell you. I win either way tonight, but I've, you know what? I've picked South by four. Okay, and look, if Jack White and singing the team song at the end of the night, you know he's joined the Rabbitohs. Here we go, boys. To Jack White and. <laughs> Glory, glory to Jack Whiten. Jack Whiten marches on. Good luck, Satsy. Have a great weekend, mate. Enjoy your footy and enjoy tomorrow. There he goes. Scotty Sattler, part of this, what is this, rabble. That is Sports Day. Back in a moment, we are going to get into our warm-up segment where we preview tonight's blockbuster next on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. I'll tell you what, the show's not far away from wrapping up. Matty Rogers, Jason Matthews here on Sports Day tonight. Our warm-up segment, thanks to Re Manufacturing in Australia for over 80 years. It's our Thursday night preview. Late mail, Isaac Thompson. Rat has been ruled out of the clash against yep. the Panthers due to a knee injury. Tane Milne uh, taking his spot on, on the wing. Um, as for the Panthers, they are, as per program, with Zach Hosking wearing the number 12 jersey in place of Liam Martin, big out. Luke Garner is the 18th man. Kyle Matungi out for South. That's a big loss as well. What is the bigger loss in your mind? Martin for the Panthers or Kyle Matungi for the Rabbitohs? I think Kyle Matungi for the Rabbitohs. However, what I will say is this. Um, if Jai Arrow can back up his performance uh, similar to the, the one that he had last week, I think that will sort of even that out a little bit. Oh, I, I did actually tip the, the Bunnies by eight in this game. I Thank think you. they'll be They'll be good enough to win. Uh, what worries me is 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 Jerome Luai needs to have a big game, and he's I know he's got him in him, and you know, there's a lot of talk about him and this Origin and so on, and who's going to be playing the six, and he needs to come out and put his foot down and go, this is my position, and that might be tonight. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I want to see Lachlan Elias back up his performance from last week too. He was great in the second half and he's been phenomenal this year, Lachlan Elias. So he's really taken his game to another level. So I think if he can continue on that vein of form, Elias, and, you know, with Arrow back and, you know, the, the points that they've got in them south, I think they get, they get away with this one. Uh, Nathan Cleary has just starred over the last couple of weeks. Like, he's just the Iceman, nailing field goals for, from any part of the field. That's a that's a tough assignment for, for Lachlan Elias. But I tell you what, Rad, and I've mentioned it to you off the air, and we were at Suncorp last Thursday night for the Dolphins mm. and the Rabbitohs. That spot is now Lachlan Elias. He's now cemented himself as that South Sydney number seven. And what's impressed me the most has been his defence. Jesus, he hits hard for a small bloke. Oh, he's a tough little bugger. And I'll tell you, I, I was from, from game one of this year when they came up against the Sharks and he put on a masterclass. He did, steered the, the side around the park. He 
he was barking at his troops and he wasn't following the lead of Cody. He was actually leading the troops around and letting Cody play his game. And, and I think that's what's led to Cody Walker playing such good football over the last month or so is him, the pressure's been relieved off Cody. He can go out there and play his running game, similar to what Adam, Adam Reynolds did for him. Mm. Adam Reynolds took that pressure off him, let him just run. Yep. And uh, we're seeing some of the best footy that Cody Walker's played in some time, you know, over the last few weeks. And, yeah, look, it's, it, it comes down to, you know, it's going to come down to a battle in the middle. Um, you know, the, the big boys in the middle are going to sort of lay the platform and that's where South need to stand up. If they can stand up and get them on the front foot, there are so many points in this South team. When they get excited and they get on a roll, they're hard to stop. And, you know, I think if they start like they started last week, though, they're out, they'll be out of the game before half time because they, they, couldn't, they couldn't match the intensity that Redcliffe came out with. They need to come out with that intensity tonight. Yeah, um, Steve from Dubbo's been on the text evening. Maddie in the fourth. Uh, gee, South's a good value at 250. I'm hoping Latrell runs right tonight. And, and uh, yeah, mate, his form in that second half last week was phenomenal. Having said that, South can't start against Penrith like they did against the Dolphins. They've got to be no. on from kickoff tonight. They can't just sit back and hope something happens. Yeah, Latrell's got to insert himself into the game early and and um, you know get his team on his back, you know, put his team on his back, and and show that he's he's engaged. One thing about Latrell is when he gets excited, he's got the ability to lift everybody around him. And it took him for you know forty or fifty minutes last week to really get himself into the game. Yep. Um, he's not going to be able to do that tonight against the better oppositions. Uh, they'll punish you for that. And uh, look, I'm sure Jason's addressed that during the week, Jason Demetrio, and they'll come out firing tonight. Guys, I'm picking South tonight, 22 to 18. That's Michelle in Dubbo. What do you see? The how do you see it finishing tonight? Brad? Well, I, I I think South get up. I, I think I, I've got South by. I tipped South by eight. It wasn't with a whole lot of confidence. Um, it's just going to be a great game. These are two, you know, NRL powerhouses you yep. know, coming together. Our grand finalists a couple of years to, a couple of years ago, um, and they've still got. You know, a number of those those players in their roster. It's going to be, um, you know, a fantastic game for us all, I think. You know, I had South to win by eight, then I changed it. South will win by a field goal tonight. Oh, you changed it? Yeah, I changed it to a win by goal. point by point tonight. But I, 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 would never, I would never tip Penrith to get beat by a field goal. Oh, come I, on, if, don't say that. If it's, if it's tied up, <laughs> you, you look at the way that, like, that uh, Cleary – Finishes Ice's games. I just, yeah. I just wouldn't. If it's a tight game, I think Penrith win. I think. Listen, don't. I, I think. I think the Bunnies win by eight. Mate, it's my tip. All right. All right. Well, you know your sport, so. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that hurts. Hot water needs replacing. Go steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. Thank God this show's nearly over. Uh, when we come back, we're going to wrap up. Of course, Rats in Adelaide on a yes. live golf junket with SEN. I'm working. Oh, please. Uh, we'll get to uh, your texts and we'll wrap up the show next here on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day. Certainly is. Uh, some breaking news. That Roger Tuovasa-Shek deal with the Warriors, um, apparently it's three years, not one. Uh, You've got to turn your mic on, Matty, there. Thank you. Right. 
Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Three-year deal. Three-year Three deal. deal. It was originally reported as one, so it's confirmed. Well, he's, 20, he's only 29, like you mentioned. He's got plenty of footy left in him. He seems older than that, doesn't he? Mm. He seems a lot Mate, older just, than just that. on the text line, um, BA has said, Hi, guys. We know the Raiders have offered $4 million over four years for White, and you also know that South and the same, under the same management wouldn't offer a 30-year-old stalwart, Adam Reynolds, two years, not a three-year deal, but they're going to offer a 31-year-old White and a four-year deal. The difference with that is, BA, is they had Lachlan Elias coming through the ranks. If they sign Adam Reynolds to a three-year deal, they probably lose Elias, and then they're stuck with no halfback, and we know how critical that position is. Yep. They're going to sign Jack White into a deal to play in the centres. Um, not as critical a position as the half is, and you know, that's the reality of why that deal is able to go through over four years as opposed to Adam Reynolds for three. Rister Muzz says Panthers by 19-plus tonight. You know what you can do, Rister Muzz. Um, also, text here from Chris. Uh, lads, did Rat just say Lachlan Ilias is phenomenal? <laughs> he went missing in several games this year. Turn it up. Good on you, Chris. Get into it. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? He's not going to be a star every every week, but he's had some phenomenal touches of the footy this year. He's had some phenomenal that game against Cronulla. Go back and watch that and watch how good he can be. That's what they're hoping to have, you know, on a more consistent basis. And we've seen flashes of that throughout the year. Um, Bondi Jackson. I didn't intend to sound dark on the Wallabies. Was deadly serious about <laughs> Murray Burton and Nelson, the Northern Union rules. Eddie and his mates ushered in from the mid noughties Yeah, yeah. It's um. Yeah, I get it. It's um, they they probably need more, but I think you know you, you throw those guys in. They've got a few more years to twenty twenty seven. They'll probably come looking for a few more players. So. Last text before we bugger off. Uh, hard not to rule pain out of rugby, especially the family background. His uncle Mark Tafua was rugby before joining the Sharks. That's from one six three. Put your name well, in and and where you're from on there too. I don't. I don't. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think Payne has had uh, a, a huge rugby background though. So he's going to have to. He was a, he was a league player as a kid. So I think I'm he's sure going to have a little down. bit to learn. But um, mate, Eddie will get him sorted if he gets over there. I can promise you that. Rap. Good luck with your coverage of Live Golf this weekend in. It's going to be horrible. Adelaide. Catch. Shut up. Catch <laughs> it on SEN Fanatic live coverage from midday tomorrow. Enjoy that, mate. I want to go out tonight with a song. I want to dedicate this, if I may, to Payne Haas if he signs a deal with rugby. Uh, Jack Whiten, when he inks that deal with South, and of course, all the live golfers. It's dire straits. <laughs> Money for nothing. <laughs> You're a bloody cheeky bugger, you are, aren't you? Enjoy your junket, my friend. You'll be back Monday well, night with Sats for Sports there, Day. Mate. Raiders.